Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, that's Jeremy Birmingham, and that other, there, other guy over there, that's Spencer Holbrook. This is Rapid Reaction, brought to you by Buyers Auto. Uh, it's a lot more rapid than some others we've done this week, and it's also the first time in maybe a month that there is something of an optimistic tone. Uh, there is a plan for football that begins before January. It doesn't mean that it is the plan. doesn't mean that it will be approved by the presidents, but... In the Big Ten's ongoing battle with um, itself, with itself, and with reality, uh, and with public perception, there is now uh, the coaches and ads were meeting on Friday morning to add to the proposal a plan that would allow the Big Ten to start playing games in November. The targeted date would be around Thanksgiving. Um, there is still uh, a good chance that it won't happen until January. It's a good chance that it could happen. Uh, in March, um, there are going to be three or four ideas that are presented. Um, there are logical reasons why November could work, but Berm, um, I'm at least saying that this is progress. And if everybody says that uh, I've been too negative, hey, here I am happily reporting on the fact that football is back. Because guess what? I love football. How do you feel about it? I think this is stupid. That's how I feel. Uh, I think – if you're going to play football in November, then you should play football in October. Uh, if you start football on October 1st weekend, you have 10 weeks to play and still get to the uh, December Big Ten Championship game and then still have that done before the college football playoff ranking finals are revealed. And so what the hell is the point of starting in November? You won't be eligible to win a national championship. And all the players who have to make the decisions that they have to make uh, if they start playing in January, are going to be forced to make the same decisions. And then, what, we're playing football through Christmas and New Year's Eve? Uh, it, it's it's so stupid. It's stupid. But, but burn. It is pretty stupid. It is pretty stupid. It's, I agree I, listen, the college football I love it. could move back. They've got flexibility with their dates. Why not? Hey, and if the, and if the rankings committee believes that Ohio State – is one of the top four teams in the middle of December. Based on what? The one game that they played? Who cares? No. There's nothing in the rules that says how many games they have to play. No, Ohio State could be back on the schedule. field. They could there play is something Michigan. in the schedule. They could play Michigan in the game in late November, and that could be enough. And then the selection committee says, you know what? You can skip the rest of the Big Ten season. You beat the rival, and then you just go straight to the college football playoff. Here no. I am. Here I am. I Solutions based and optimism abounding. I guess if they just be, if they just played Michigan, the strength of schedule wouldn't be near high enough for them to get ooh, in the college football playoff. Yeah, I, I'm just I guess I, I guess that national championship would be as valid as like ten of Alabama's that they claim. But the point here is that it's stupid. If you're going to play in November, play in October. If if the thought what what is the thought? So I mean we've talked for months, like maybe after November, after Thanksgiving, students don't come back on campus, right? Because it's the flu season and that's when things are gonna get worse. So they can't play football when they're students on campus, but they can be there the whole time they're students on campus and then start to play. It's just, I'm glad that people are having like conversations about correcting the egregious mistake the Big Ten made. But there is as good a chance that that meteorite hits the planet in November as there is that Ohio State starts playing football on Thanksgiving. Spencer, you need it. You've been waiting too long. Jump in there. Yeah, I just 
it doesn't make any sense to start in November. Started in October. I said October 17th. I think you can get eight games in, and then you could have the, the playoff announced. That gives you a way more time than you need to get this thing set up. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I think one thing we need to make very clear and, and understand here is that the presidents are not in on this call. This is the Big Ten coaches and ADs. The presidents ultimately make the call. As much as it sucks to say, the coaches really don't have a say in it. Um, yeah. From what we've understood so far in this entire mess. And uh, I think it's going to create an even bigger problem for the presidents now because the coaches have said, Hey, you know, we're ready to play. We want to play. There's a plan in place for November. What do you think presidents? And they've already said they're not going to revisit it. And now we'll see if they actually uh, are willing to revisit it once they d- deliver these plans. Well, I think that that's why this is in Burn, I agree with the logistical problems that you've brought up, but I think that that's why this is actually sort of a, a bold move by the the coaches and ADs to say, hey, if you're okay with January, well, the situation is probably safer around Thanksgiving where you're going to have six weeks where the students aren't on campus. You can create a bubble. There's not going to be any transmission if things are clear. And you also have this vast improvement in testing from that perspective. And I'm not trying to, you know, create even more false hope, but if you can get them to admit that that is a safe date, if to move from January to five or six weeks earlier, maybe we could have a different conversation about November one or something like that from there. I think as a sort of a, a bargaining chip that this is a little, this is a stroke of genius and maybe the best one that we've seen from a league that has tripped all over itself to not make plans and not have any conversations across the board. I I don't disagree with you. But one thing that I will say about this entire thing is the Big Ten threw its weight, thought it was throwing its weight around when it postponed the season. They thought all the conferences were going to come with them. So they, right. they, try, they thought, if we throw our weight around right now, the other conferences will follow. It didn't happen. So now, you, you, do we expect the Big Ten to try and throw its weight around and say, we're going to play in November, and maybe the college football playoff will be pushed back because we're going to be able to play too? I don't think that would happen. And so I think it's a, it's a really, like you said, bold strategy, but I think it's bold in a sense where they think that everyone else will kind of align with what they want to do and – you know, I saw something on Twitter, and it's the perfect encapsulation for this entire thing. The Big Ten canceled the Big Ten. The other conferences owe the Big Ten nothing. So for the Big Ten to start in November, the other conferences aren't just going to say, okay, yeah, we'll wait. I mean, that's just not going to yeah. happen. So The SEC doesn't care what the Big Ten is doing, obviously. Yeah. And I, I think that was a gross miscalculation on the part of the presidents and Kevin Warren was that other conferences would care what the Big Ten is doing. If you've learned anything over the course of the last six months is that the divide in our country is such that if you don't care what someone else is doing, you just don't care what someone else is doing. Like, it doesn't matter if it's football, politics, whatever. Like, people at this point, you're picking a side and you're going with it. So they, they clearly don't care what the Big Ten is doing. Now, to me, you know, it's a good I, – I, as I said, I'm happy that the coaches and athletic directors are trying to put – some pressure on the presidents and the commissioner to make um, a, a retraction, a backtrack in any way, shape or form. But again, we've still got no answers from the league about why they canceled things to begin with. So to, to expect that we're going to get answers as to why they're going to maybe change course seems uh, short sighted because I, I personally just have no confidence that the leadership of the league and I don't, and I don't include the pre, uh, coaches and athletic directors in the leadership of the league, because their interest is football. Uh, the rest of the league leadership, I just don't think cares if there's football. But the I, other part, I guess, 
Oh, go ahead, Austin. The other part of this that you know you brought this up, Spencer, about the league throwing its weight around. There is still a a belief, not just within the Big Ten, but across college football, including amongst some coaches in the SEC and ACC, that we're still four weeks away from that scheduled start for the league. Uh, and this thing, other teams are playing as soon as tomorrow. We'll see how that all shakes out. But you've seen already postponements and cancellations. There is still a belief amongst many coaches, many administrators, many presidents, that these delays and postponements are going to make it hard even within this, the schedule that the SEC and ACC has, has laid out to, to complete it by that date. So the reason that I bring up the college football playoff potentially sliding has nothing to do with the SEC you know, being, wanting to do that or the Big Ten pressing its weight, but everybody might need three or four more weeks to finish, even than what they thought, just based on what you've seen. LSU, when they're not begging for, for Sean Wade to transfer there, is losing an entire position group for two weeks. You know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma said the same thing. Oklahoma's had the same thing. North Carolina shut down. Notre Dame had to shut down. And, yes, they got through it, and there's progress. But if you have that with multiple position groups throughout the course of a season, you might, have, you might need three or four weeks or a month on top of what te- people are projecting. And that's why I've said it all along, the contact tracing is the biggest issue here. That, that has nothing to do with, you know, fears of myocarditis or anything else. If you have to follow those guidelines, then – it's almost going to be impossible to get through a season because you can't play without an offensive line. You can't play without a defensive line. You can't play without any quarterbacks. And that's going to continue to pop up. That's the only reason I say that there might be more flexibility on the back end in January and why a late November start could be possible. Again, I'm not saying that it definitely will be. Isn't that just more of a proof of how gigantic the Big Ten's gaffe was to cancel instead of delaying to begin with? I mean, like, yeah, Spencer and I have said that every day for the last two weeks. Delay was such an easy call. I don't know how they botched it. They did. Yeah, to, me, to me, that's the thing. Like, the, <laughs> they that, did. That was, the, that was the decision. And so anybody who can uh, say they have confidence that the league is going to do the right thing moving forward, I think, is, is misleading themselves. They, the most obvious choice in the world was to say we're going to delay a month and start on September 26th when the SEC and everyone else is planning to. Instead, they tried to be, as I've said before, you know, the big cojona in, the, in college football and say we're doing this because everyone else is going to follow. And what an egregious miscalculation by the leadership of the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't feel confident. It was a big chest-beating move, and it didn't pay off. And now they have to, to, uh, to put the pieces back together and try and come up with something. But one thing, the other thing I will add to this is the lawsuit with Nebraska is not going away right now. And the response from the Big Ten was not something that I feel they're confident in releasing all of that data. Because I think they said if that was to be released, it would be what, what is the word they used? Was it like catastrophic or something? Incredible harm. Incredible yeah, they, harm. They know that if that entire thing gets released, nobody's going to be satisfied. So the pressure might be on the presidents to now actually do something. If the coaches have a plan that makes sense and doesn't put these kids in harm's way, as far as, you know, the virus and myocarditis and stuff like that, like they might not have a choice, but to go with a, with a November football plan. I think the unintended consequences of everything that they, that they arbitrarily and randomly decided, uh, you know, three weeks ago, is starting to come into the fore. They're realizing, as you see, 
no, Iowa, you know, canceling more sports and you see $130 million, uh, you know, financial windfall that Ohio State is, is losing out on, um, I, I think that you realize, whoa, 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 what exactly are we doing? Uh, and I hope that those people are having those thoughts privately and those discussions privately. But again, even today, you know, all this talk is all being done through sources and we're hearing nobody's coming out and putting a face to it. Nobody's coming out and putting a name to it. Nobody's standing behind it because nobody wants to stand up in front of the league and say, you guys were wrong. Everyone wants to say it privately, but until like there's a coalition of coaches and athletic directors that stand up and publicly say this, I feel like it's just more posture. And I think uh, the last thing is like, if the big 10 needs a doctor to sign off on this, if, if the coaches need to find doctors to tell the presidents, Hey, like, it is actually safe to play. Like all they have to do is go to Twitter. We saw that from the ACC. Like the well, ACC just, I'll, just I'll finds <laughs> the ACC seemed to just like find some doctors that were like, "Hey, yeah, we don't agree with what the Big Ten said." And they're like, "Oh, wow, this guy's a doctor too. We need to agree with him." So I've got this I mean, medical plan, but I can't do it. Well, I'll do it. Hot <laughs> rod. Bang bang. This is that point in rapid reaction brought to you by Byers Auto where I lose control. And that means it's time to wrap it up. But, hey, there's at least an option for November. I know that uh, it's been rough and it seemed like there was no hope before January. But surprise, the Big Ten has, has pulled a shocker on all of us again. And maybe they just got hopes up again to dash them. Who knows? But uh, the football parents at Ohio State are, are continuing to put that pressure on. They'll be at the Horseshoe tomorrow, Spencer. Uh, and Berm are going to have that coverage uh, for you guys throughout the weekend. I don't know if it, it'll bring any change, but it's at least continuing to search for that answers and transparency, which has been sorely lacking. Uh, stay with us at Letterman Row for all that coverage at Big Ten and Ohio State all year round. For Berm, Spencer, I'm Austin Ward. We will see you next time on Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto.